Hi everyone, this is me back for my regular podcast, Naked Thoughts. And how do we begin today? Um, well, I'm using my mobile phone right now to record this episode because there's no light. And yes, I know we had solar or we have solar. The problem is that thanks to the incompetence of our uh, solar system installers, you can say, because they're not just installers, actually. The whole point of paying them double the normal uh, fee for the whole system, or should I say double the amount of the whole system, was because they had promised that it would be uh, remotely monitored 24-7 and they would be able to, you know, see what's going on and stop it before it happens and blah de blah you know. And at the end of the day, even though we had paid for the maintenance, um, you know, and that lasted us two years, uh, it was a two-year maintenance thingy. And our experience was that they seemed to be asleep most of the time because they never seemed to know what was going on until it actually happened. And this happened twice. Twice it happened that the relay was open and it never closed. And that means that when there's no light and your solar system, your battery kicks in to give you backup light, backup power, and this usually happens at night, you know, when there's no sunlight anymore, so you're not getting sunlight as your direct source of energy. And so, at night, whenever there's no light, then your batteries kick in. You know, much like a UPS, in a way. And so, when your batteries kick in, then you are supposed to have at least, at least, uh, six hours worth of power. And in our case, it usually lasts up to ten hours, because, you know, at night, there's not much load except for the main uh, stuff, you know, like fridge and freezer and stuff. And if there is um, an active, um, you know, if, if there is a, a, an active drainage of load, uh, of batteries due to the load, due to heavy load, then we get alerts telling us to, you know, lower the load or something. And so, although according to law, once you have bought uh, an AI software uh, that comes with your system, then all this is supposed to be part of it. But because this is Pakistan, so they basically put their system, um, they use it as hostage, basically they take it up as hostage and they use it against their customers so that when they do not want to renew, for example, their yearly uh, subscription, maintenance subscription, then they the the software is hijacked and all these um monitoring and alerts and notifications are stopped to force you to subscribe to them again which is of course against the law as anybody and everybody who deals with software knows that because once you have bought a software it means you buy it all bells and whistles and especially if you pay three times more than you would ever even pay microsoft so that's there but anyway, this is what people do in Pakistan because they know there's no law and order. And they know that corrupt our own government is corrupt. Our own government is not even elected. And they were just imported by the American establishment. And they're here to wreak havoc. 
And one of the first things that they did was to wreak havoc with uh, all those people who had a buying-selling contract with the government where you buy and sell as many units and the money had nothing to do with it. So as many units as you sell is as many units as you get back in credit. And uh, now they have put it on money. And they first of all, they tried to stop it, but they couldn't. Um, this government, when it came, the first thing it wanted to do was to just, as usual, steal money from the whole country. They emptied the treasury within 48 hours, and then they had nowhere else to look at, so they decided to start attacking all the business people and all the resident people who are, you know, living in their own homes and who have had solar systems and stuff. They're basically, you know, just trying to steal money left, right and center, which is what they always do, what they've always done for 30 years. And God willing, they'll continue to do it for the rest of this world's existence. So that's why, you know, of these generators in the background, you can hear the sound of sizzling, maybe, maybe not. I don't know how much this mic is picking up. Um, that's, uh, you know, my dad in the kitchen cooking. So where was I? Well, that's why we call it Naked Thoughts, isn't it? You just start rambling and then you don't know what where you were. Well, in, uh, yeah, so basically... I have no power at the moment because there's no light, because that's another thing this government has been doing since it's come. It has unannounced power outages that can last up to five hours, and at least one day a week, you always have a five-hour power outage, and I think that's today, because you never know, every week they can change any time again unannounced. So today light went at 9.30, which is why we all automatically understood and assumed that this will now be back by 2.30 p.m. Yes, it went to 9.30 a.m. and it will be back at 2.30 p.m. So here I am, walking and talking, using my mobile. So yeah, our experience with the Sky Electric has been very, very disappointing, to say the least. And that is because when a company asks you to pay them astronomical amounts um, and they act as if, you know, they are in, of international standard and that everything they're going to provide to you is going to be as it is in other in countries worldwide, you know, top-notch, stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, you get the same quality, the same subpar, mediocre, av below average or average quality of services as any other company would have given us then it really, really, really begins to annoy you and frustrate you because you have spent double the amount that you would have spent with any other solar system installer. And we have many here in Pakistan, by the way, especially in Lahore and very near our own house, we have at least three to four installers. And they are very well-known companies and they're big companies. But the reason we kind of chose Skyelectric was their promise for remote monitoring and their AI system and which later on after two years they hijacked uh, when they wanted us to renew the maintenance contract and so they disabled all these services these very services that they said that we were paying double the amount for and even when we had the services as I said they seem to have been mostly asleep because twice our inverter shut down the whole system um, just two years ago, as it was. 
and nobody knew what was going on and why it happened so there was no light and the light came back but the inverter couldn't read and we didn't know that the inverter couldn't read that we were online and so the inverter was just using up all its batteries all its backup power and it shut down within an hour and uh, we had no idea until it shut down. They had no idea until we told them, we called them. So that's remote monitoring for you while you're on their yearly subscription. So we, re we decided not to renew our subscription with them because their incompetence was sky high. And also to top it off, when they wanted us to renew, that was they, they reneged on many of their clauses. In other words, they have breached a number of clauses. And if this was a civilized society where law and order prevailed, I would have sued them to the ground. So one of the clauses, uh, again, that they breached was that they were supposed to provide the online network so in order to keep their system online and within three months after installation they notified us that because of new pta rules and regulations we can no longer provide multiple uh networks how do we say it we can no, no longer provide multiple people with um internet and that, you know, because I don't know what law it was or what it wasn't, I don't even care anymore. I, as far as I know, this law should have pertained to individuals and not companies. But in any case, they use that as an excuse. And at the end of the day, we transferred the whole system into to our own network. So it's our internet, it's our wireless that is keeping the system online, right? And they never compensated us for that. They never refunded us for that, nothing. And then after that, um, it happened again. Again, uh, this uh, I'm back to talking about the system shutting down and them, them having no clue. It happened again that the system shut down. Again, they had no clue. Um, and uh, now, now what happened is that yesterday, more like day before yesterday now. So day before yesterday, um, suddenly again, the system just shut down. And uh, I had the common sense to later on shift the whole load back to grid because there was light. So I shifted the whole load back to grid. Oh, for actually first there was no light. And when there was no light, within five to 10 minutes, the system shut down. And when I went up um, and I saw that it was actually 88%, the battery was 88%, which is actually the capacity that the battery keeps itself in to give us at least 10 hours worth of backup. So I called them, and as usual, they had no clue what was going on. And after I called them, then they checked, and then they're like, oh, actually, we got three alerts since morning. In the morning, um, it had a communication, internal communication failure, and then, uh, but it forced restart, so everything was okay. And then in the afternoon again, it happened. And now at 5.25 p.m., when you're calling us, um, we can see that it has again uh, had a communication failure. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? I'm like, last month, just last month, um, you people sent me an email saying that there might be an overheating issue and that, you know, you should, uh, we would advise you to let us conduct a preventive measure. 
Um, and I was like, okay. And I, they made me pay 4,640 rupees for that single visit, which I'm now finding out that it was actually supposed to be only 2,000 something. So they charged me 4,640 rupees for that single visit. And the person came and he changed the, the capacitor, I think. And then, you know, he decided that it was better to remove the filters from the fans. And he said that there was no overheating issue. As such, it was very minor. So for a very minor thing, they sent me an email. But for a very critical alert that occurred three times, no less than three times during the day, they decided that they didn't need to see it. Seriously? And again, they were making up the excuse that because I was no longer on their subscription, that is why. I'm like, if I was no longer on your subscription, then why did you decide to monitor and alert me to an overheating issue last month? So, as it can only happen in Pakistan, and only Pakistanis can do this, um, they, you know, suddenly started scrambling and saying, oh, I'm like, listen. You just tell me what you can do to make sure that you can, you know, find out what's going on. They're like, okay, we will, you know, we'll send somebody and he'll, you know, we'll uh, put, we'll escalate your complaint and somebody will come to you tomorrow. And after that, every 10, 20 minutes, I kept calling them because things were happening and I wanted to make sure. And every single time I was told that my complaint was actually on hold because they were waiting for the billing department to come at 9 a.m. in the morning and send me the invoice. And once I've paid for the visit, then somebody will be sent. I was like, okay. And I'm like, listen, you do realize that this is an urgent matter and I want this fixed because there's no light and the system's off. And I've shifted the load to grid, so now there's light. But if light goes, then, you know, that's it. We won't have anything. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. And then in the morning at 9 o'clock, I was told that, oh, you know, they come at 9 o'clock. And I was thinking, it is 9 o'clock, and I'm talking to you on the phone. And I was like, yeah, I will talk to the billing department, and I'll find out why they overcharged you for the last visit. And I'll make sure that you don't have to pay for this visit if that, if that is the case. Um, but if I'm like, listen, I don't care. You just send somebody to me right now to find and fix the issue. And no protocols were followed. No SOPs were followed. Nobody, I mean, come on, even a mobile company or even an ISP, you know, even your service provider, your internet service provider, even they have a long list of SOPs that they follow. Seriously, when you call your ISP, and you tell them that my TV is not working or my internet's not working. There is a long list of protocols that they start. Try this, try this, try this. Okay, let's do this. Okay, let's do. And when everything is exhausted, then they say, okay, we'll send somebody tomorrow. Right? Even if you have a problem with your mobile company, with your network provider, they do the same. They follow protocols. But this solar system installation company that installs and monitors and maintains a solar system they have no protocols to follow seriously i mean you are maintaining a huge system okay you're maintaining systems that are 5 kv 10 kv 20 kv and you have no freaking protocols seriously 
that nobody even bothered to tell me that okay for safety issue for safety measures why don't you at least you know turn down, uh, turn off the breaker shut it down you know so that nothing else happens nobody nobody told me nobody even told me to change the low to grid i did it myself common sense you know common sense if i had known that it would have been safer to even turn off the breaker then what happened wouldn't have happened and what happened is that suddenly the inverter blew up yes it actually blew up it blew up while i was still waiting for their invoice that next morning and it didn't just blow up you could literally hear three blasts within it and i was i thought something happened downstairs and the people um, like people as in my maid who was downstairs my mom was like what is that and the she, my maid was like it's out, it happened upstairs and then i checked the inverter and obviously because you know it's an enclosed unit you can't really see but from the top you know the top where there are vents um i tried to see it's i couldn't it it's looked at as, as if nothing really happened but then i smelled burning you know when you have this burning smell when your wires get burnt yeah and then i caught that is when i just lost it i just lost it after three years i just lost it and i called them and i'm like you freaking idiots do you know that you just blew up my inverter you know waiting for you people to scramble because of your invoices and your stupid stupid you know uh, lack of responsibility on your part your stupid protocols that are only for yourself but not for your customers how dare you cause me so much pain and at the moment how dare you cause me this loss i'm like i paid for the system you couldn't even monitor the system even when you were monitoring the system you never knew what was going on and now i'm like are you people doing this deliberately i'm like i find it very 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 suspicious that only last month you sent somebody to conduct a preventive uh you know a preventive measure or whatever they call it you know that they were supposed to maintain they they checked the main they checked everything it was maintain maintenance plus it was you know taking preventive measures against the overheating thing and i said hey, you double checked everything i told you to double check everything you double checked everything and at the end of the day within one month this happened i'm like are you people freaking insane i'm like you're doing it deliberately isn't it you're doing it deliberately so that you should force me to sign a yearly subscription with you right and i'm like that's not going to happen now i'm like that's definitely not going to happen and i'm not going to pay you a dime not even a cent i'm like i'm not even going to pay you a single penny now for this visit you're going to send somebody to me right now and you're going to get this shit fixed and they realized obviously because everything was on the record that they were now really in deep shit now they started blaming each other oh it was nox responsibility it was this resp- nox blame sales for not informing the customers properly and the field engineers they blame nox and the technical department blames nox and nox blames the technical department i'm like you know what you just keep blaming each other while i pay for it right i'm like i'm going to pay for your incompetence again i'm like i'm damned if i'm going to do that again and so because of that finally somebody rushed 
to my place, checked it out and said, yeah, actually, it literally blasted. So he was like, your inverter, like, you know, it's... And um, and he, that's the thing, the, the on-site engineers, they have a problem with their technical department, with their management department, with their knock department, basically, because they have no say um, as such. They are basically field engineers. All they have to do, or field electricians, you can say, all they have to do is to go to the site and get this job done. And they will go when they are sent the complaint number and the customer's name and the management and and knock and the technical department were so busy thinking about sending me invoices and delaying the process that they put my complaint on hold delayed everything and that caused me this loss this huge loss yes my inverter is still within warranty um, and uh, I've told them I'm not going to pay a single dime, and they obviously admitted it. They're like, it's on warranty, so obviously you're not going to pay anything. But now there's another thing. We're going to repair it. I'm like, listen, you better send me a freaking replacement, because if I get another repaired stuff from you, I'm going to break your heads this time. Better, I'm going to break your faces. I'm like, every single time you people come to repair something, I end up redoing it i end up calling my own electrician and i end up redoing it why because every single time you repair something it's faulty or it's fake or it's just of so such bad quality that it blows up again or for example they during installation they blew up our breaker imagine imagine how careless they were that they blew up our breaker and they blew up our main cable that comes from the grid. We had to replace that cable and then they replaced the breakers and the breakers were so useless that they didn't work again and again they came and replaced it and then the internal cable that was within the DP um, the f uh, that that basically that is where all your wiring is you know your your all the house's wiring you can call it the fuse box you can call it the dp um so one of the main wiring one of the main cables it caught fire uh after some time like literally within a month of them replacing the breakers again it caught fire and the breaker shut down our other original breakers you know they shut down and uh, then we called our electrician, he replaced the breakers again, he replaced the wire again, and stuff. And then our electrician found out that the main breaker that they put with our green meter, the net meter, um, they had just put the breaker there next to the meter, but they did not connect it. Nobody bothered to connect it, imagine. So I was like, you know, you did not even connect the main breaker to the meter and this just happened that the inverter just blew up and I mean how, how more dangerous could it have been? How more dangerous could it have been? That's what I want to know. I mean so I mean you know all their careless acts 
and then the blame games and all i'm like you know what you just keep on blaming each other for me you're all the same i don't give a shit which department is what and which department is what all i know is that i'm dealing with one company and you're dealing with one client and you do not follow protocol you should have followed protocol you should have at least made sure to shut down the system at your end at least that okay let's shut down the system at our end to make sure nothing goes wrong or you could have told me that you know the mini breaker that is connected to the inverter shut it down no after the inverter blew up then they're like oh you know what can you see the mini breaker next to it please shut it down i'm like seriously what the fudge is wrong with you people but then obviously what else can be wrong i'm like at the end of the day you're just typical pakistanis aren't you i mean at the end of the day this is pakistan and you're acting like a typical pakistani i'm like if you want your customers to pay you international rates then you damn well need to give them international standard services you freaking morons and so here i am today the next day because now they insist that if they ask for a replacement because it's coming from islamabad um so it will take a week and the least the, uh, they're thinking that they're doing me a favor that the least we can do on our side is to repair this for you and see if we can repair it and if it's repaired properly if it's only a small matter of replacing the board and the chips and the cards then we can and if it's up to par we'll do it otherwise we'll ask for a replacement and again my problem is every single time they repair or replace something something bigger happens something else goes wrong and i've warned them so many times i'm like listen just get me a replacement okay just get me a fresh new inverter because my experience with you in the past 3 years has not been good and you know in one of our other um the flats that we have over there my dad uh, put in a solar system over there too but he did not make it hybrid over there it's just basically you know your normal solar system that is connected to the grid so all it does is basically sells the electricity that isn't being sold and uh, we haven't connected it to any real although we wanted to connect it to one or two appliances but because it wasn't hybrid so we were like okay f- leave it and that is double that is double the size of this system that we have here this is a 5kv system we paid the amount worthy of a 10kv system for our house for just a 5kv and we got a 10kv system for the flat and it's you know zero maintenance and everything's the latest and all that's another thing with pakistan is that if i was in another country i know that if such a thing happened i would have gotten a latest upgraded version of the inverter you know as an apology as a compensation to honor me as a, as an old customer as one of the first customers by the way but no no over here they're going to give me the same old model of inverter and they're not even going to replace it they're going to try and repair it I mean seriously that is why you should not go for sky electric because you're paying 
too, 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 too much money. And it's not worth a dime. Why? Because all the other solar system installers in Pakistan um, are half the price and they all have the exact same products, as in the same quality, the same panels of mostly the same companies. And yes, okay, unlike Sky Electric, they do not design and make their own inverters. I think we should be thankful for that, considering my experience. Those other companies, they buy their inverters from German manufacturers or Huawei and stuff. And I think that that is actually much better because especially if it's a German inverter or if it's a Huawei inverter, I'd much rather have those. And nowadays, obviously, as technology is advancing, um, inverters that are coming nowadays are zero maintenance and they have longer, very, very longer lifespan. And warranty. So, unlike this four-year warranty inverter that ended up blowing itself up after two and a half years, yeah, when its warranty gets you know up, then we are most probably going to replace it with another inverter of our own. Well, so yeah, no, I mean. It's pretty subpar, considering the amount. I'd much have rather have uh, chosen another company, because the other company that we have at the that that installed the solar system, and the flat, they also have AI system, and it's also remote monitoring, and the app and everything, and they haven't hijacked the app, saying that oh you know if you don't pay us, then we're going to disable all the alerts and notifications freaking morons what they're doing is illegal totally illegal and but we're stuck with them we're trapped and that is why i would remind everybody of my policy never invest in this country never invest in any company in this country never do business in this country never invest with the government never trust the government of this country basically just don't put your money anywhere in this country. It's as simple as that. And what I mainly wanted to do the podcast on, I have totally forgotten. <laughs> so when I remember, I'll probably make a new episode. So till then, have a lovely, lovely time these holidays. And... A happy new year in advance. And when the internet is back online, which means when the power comes back, then I'll upload this post. For now, goodbye for me. Um, have a wonderful time. Have lovely holidays. Have a happy new year, all of those who are still celebrating Christmas, although it's two days later. I hope you've had a merry one. So this is me signing out. Bye-bye. Khuda Hafiz.